0: This is Object to This, an Ace Attorney fancast. I'm Stephanie. Have you thanked Mia Faye today? I'm Jesse. Beep boop
1: boop. I'm Michelle. My name is Xavier Barstux. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's what you were supposed to do. I couldn't
0: think of anything. I gave you three. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> I asked you,
2: are you ready? <laughs> I was on Tumblr. God damn it. We're not starting over. We we I mean, don't hey, start everybody. over on the show. Are you kidding me, Jesse?
0: No, we always go one through, <laughs> straight straight through. I cut out if I feel like it. This is an Ace Attorney fancast. We're here to talk to you about Ace Attorney stuff. Michelle What? Is there
1: news?
2: No.
0: Good, let's move on.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> But there is Michelle's
1: dad plays Ace Attorney update. This is more important. So, a lot of people sent in strategies to get over my dad playing Ace Attorney, and I appreciate all of them. Um, but they're all not very, um, practical. What? Kill your dad was very practical. Kill my dad was the most practical. I know how to hide bodies. Yeah, Jesse's very good at that now. Yeah, but, like, you're two states away, and then also, like, Kill Your Dad was two points away from Hire Somebody to make an alternate version of Dual Destinies and make him play that. (laughs) (laughs) So, also a lot of people said, break his iPad. That seems
2: expensive. If I kill him, I can just have the iPad. (laughs) (laughs) And he's already bought all three games on it. So he's committed and he's bought them now.
1: yeah. I haven't seen him for three weeks, but when I saw him three weeks ago, he was just starting rise from the ashes. Oh my god, why is your dad so into this? <laughs> and then he was going to Dubai, which means he had to spend 18 hours on a plane, so who knows what happened. Oh, oh Jesus. And then 18 hours back. So, oh. you know what? Have you talked to him at all? With, like, slight breaks so he could not get another, um... What is what is it clot in his leg?
2: Yeah, gotta <laughs> so. walk every once in a while over long flights. Uh, so
1: I haven't talked to him. I will, and it's gonna be d- anyway. So updates. <laughs> <laughs> so two two substantial updates. The first update is after he got done with the first game, like after the Edgeworth case. You know, mm-hmm. he couldn't figure out how to switch to Rise from the Ashes. Got really frustrated and deleted the app from his iPad. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of asking for help? Instead of asking for help, he was just like, well, I must have played all of them. What a waste of $17. <laughs> oh. So he was like, I saw him. I was like, where are you at He was like, I beat him. And I was like, all of them? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, oh, so you met everyone? Like, I mean, like, you met Godot and you met Francisco von Karma. And he was like, yeah, I met those people. And I was like, shut what the What the fuck are you talking about?
0: <laughs> he just said yeah, <laughs> just blindly yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean. and I, it was just like I kept asking him. Questions. I was like, "So that master mask case?" And he was like, "What are you talking about?" I was like, "I knew you were full of shit." <laughs> I was like, "You're a liar." <laughs> so I think I, I think it was the Sky Sisters. I was like, I, after I figured out he hadn't met Godot that guy who drinks coffee all the time. <laughs> I went back and I was like, "Okay, what about?" those girls who look just like Maya and Mia but are not Maya and Mia. <laughs> he was like, what? So, anyway, helped him figure that out, which I shouldn't have done. <laughs> shouldn't have done. Your own fault. But the most important update is my dad's elaborate, complex, garbage web of, of shipping that he's this been doing. Is...
0: Wait, wait, wait,
2: wait, wait. Shipping? Yes, this, this is, is what I
1: wanted.
0: Michelle has briefly mentioned to me... <laughs> And I really just want to know. <laughs> I possibly really... want an actual physical web drawn it's out. It's so heard complicated.
1: It's so complicated.
2: Wait, before you explain this, hey, someone with like talent, make, draw out or what, print or actually make the police spider web things of whatever this is that is going to be said.
1: Hold off on that because this is only the first game. Like, hold off until he's he's to a point where I think he's done playing the games forever, and then I will re have I'll have him discuss his elaborate shipping web again, and then we can, at that point I'm probably gonna sneak my phone out and, and record it because this is ridiculous. <laughs>
2: uh...
1: <laughs> okay, are you ready? Yes. yes. All right. Well, okay. So first off, the moment he met Maya, he was like. They gonna hook up. <laughs> Did
0: your dad say it like that?
1: No. Okay. <laughs> More like, they're gonna hook up. Okay.
0: That's fine. I just, like, got worried because I know your dad, kind of, and <laughs> if you said it like that, I would just be very
1: disconcerned. Oh, uh, no. But it was it was very abrupt, and it was very much like, they're gonna hook up. They're gonna hook up. and I And I'm just trying to shut my dad down at all possible points, so whether I support it or not, and whether I don't, like, when I speak to a normal person and they're like, Phoenix Maya, I'm like, oh, yeah, cool. And, but when I speak to my dad about it, I'm like, Dad, she's 17. <laughs> <laughs> but he's like, okay, they're going to hook up. And, and then he meets Edgeworth and he's like, did they used to go out? <laughs> he's like, Phoenix and Edgeworth were a thing. They had to have been a thing. <laughs> And I'm like, Dad, Edgeworth's been gone for, like, years. They haven't seen each other in years. And he's like, nope, that's a lie. It's all a lie in order to cover up the fact that they were dating for, like, years. And they just broke up. And that's why he's so many you in court. <laughs> and like, Dad, what are you talking about? And then he sees Gumshoe, right? And he's like... Oh, no. Edgeworth is rebounding with Gumshoe. <laughs> Oh. He's like, he's so mean to Gumshoe and it's because it doesn't really mean anything. They're dating and it doesn't mean anything. Edgeworth's just on the rebound. And then in the middle of Turnabout Samurai, uh, Edgeworth starts defending Gumshoe kind of hardcore in court because Gumshoe did his job properly. For once. <laughs> and so my dad took that as as absolute evidence that Edgeworth and Gumshoe are dating. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can support your dad in
0: this, because Gumshoe's hard-on for Edgeworth is so overbearing until Maggie comes around. Well, that's it's
1: what, true. In, in my process of trying to shut my dad down at every possible thing, I was like, No, Dad, Gumshoe gets a girlfriend later. And he was like, Then they break up. He's just a rebound. <laughs> they break up. So Edgeworth breaks up with Gumshoe sometime between the first game and the second game.
2: Probably when Myle- Prosecutor Miles Edgeworth chooses death.
1: Yeah, no. <laughs> Because that, that happened, well, maybe. I don't know. Because Gumshoe's still the only one who knows about that. I don't know. We'll get an well, update when up, he gets to Because, you know, that. long
2: distance. <laughs>
1: but, okay, so if I can break it down, this is how it breaks down. Um, Edgeworth has been in town for longer than we thought. Uh, he and Phoenix were dating. It ended pretty badly. <laughs> Phoenix is not over him. Edgeworth rebounds with Gumshoe. Phoenix gets over Edgeworth in order to date Maya. <laughs> and then at the end of of the first case with Edgeworth with the the unnecessary feelings, my dad like really just actually actually sat there and was like, "How do you explain this one?" And I was like, "Can't, Dad, I cannot explain that." One. <laughs>
2: so <laughs> now is Maya so also a over- rebound? Phoenix. Is Maya also a rebound or what? I will have to get an update from him, but from the way he tells it.
1: No, Phoenix actually gets over Edgeworth in order to date Maya.
0: Wrong. He has
1: not
2: played game two yet.
1: Well, he, I mean, this is progressively changing, but even at the end of game one, when he learns their actual backstory about, like, how Edgeworth has been gone since they were in elementary school, he vehemently denies it. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Vehemently. (laughs) Vehemently. He just says, like, nope, nope, he just transferred to a different school, he's still there, he's around. No, yeah. they were,
2: like, pen pals the entire time. Nope,
0: nope, he was there.
2: He just, No, he was there. Edgeworth has been there. So, like, never left, never had to deal with the separation of all these years. I'm nope. saying
0: he transferred a diff- to a different school, and, like, they, so they can still hang out and see each other, but, like, they don't get to spend every waking moment every day anymore together. Because they have to go to different schools in different <laughs> districts. And it's hard.
1: Uh, So... <laughs> Yeah, so that's my dad's the most elaborate shipping web of all time.
2: <laughs> I can't wait to hear after he's done with all of the games. I it's pick... only
1: gonna get more complicated.
2: I know. I can't wait.
0: I'm trying to like. I'm trying to think of a show I could pick to want to watch with your dad, and just have him read all the <laughs> subtext to me. <laughs> um. Uh, psych. No, because psych. Like, psych. There's too much there. There's too much. I can't spend how many, eight seasons, seven, eight seasons with Michelle's dad. I don't have enough time. He no, does not have enough it's time. No, not too much time.
1: But I do wanna add, because Mapop sent in that it sounds like because I'm basically trucy, he was like, Well, Michelle's dad is Hobo Phoenix. No, I mean like <laughs> Mapop gave us two solutions, which was like totally integrate him into the fandom or keep him as far away from the fandom as humanly possible, and it has to be the second one. He's gonna destroy the world with this horrible shipping <laughs> web.
0: Can't do it. What if your dad starts cosplaying
1: though, Michelle?
2: <laughs> then you then
1: no, he, he would he's, he's too old like to be.
2: Who would he be? Um, Stephanie knows
1: what my dad looks like. I For also those know. who he's got a beard, it's mostly white. Yeah, you know who's got a beard? The judge. Not that long. Not that big a beard. No, but you know who else has got <laughs> facial hair? You hobo? Is that what you want? No, no. Magda Fee. Magna <laughs>
0: <laughs> he could be. He could be your grandpa.
1: He also doesn't have that much beard. It's like.
0: No, I know. That just leaves you with Sparks special though. I hope you know that. No. Are other
1: characters. Let's see. I don't think I don't Gant. think he could <laughs> He could grow an ugly mustache like my uncle did and be valent He could He could also be Gant, Michelle Gant doesn't have facial hair Yes he
0: does, he's got a weird beard oh, does, yeah, Gant, he does. does
1: Gant have a weird beard? Yeah This <laughs> is weird... distressing
0: We're looking at it right now Let me
2: Click the official. What alert. kind
1: of weird beard?
0: Uh, we talking like, uh,
1: like someone glued like an upside down seashell on his chin. <laughs> <laughs> See, no, cause, nah, I don't think it'd work. Cause uh, my dad has had this beard since Stefan was born, and Stefan is my older brother. <laughs> like, I don't think this, like, this beard ain't going nowhere. He also thinks he has no chin, so he won't shave the beard because he needs it to, to protect the fact that he has no chin. <laughs> okay, fine, he can do Larry. <laughs> It's not happening, you guys. It's not
2: happening. Oh, oh fuck! What's
0: that guy name? Um,
2: have what's to his name? Up uh, I can never say it. Um, Car or Ç- K- Care- X- Alba. Oh, oh, the guy. ambassador guy. Yeah, the he's got an a gross
1: beard. He's got like a weird Obi Wan Kenobi segmented beard from Attack of the Clones. Like that's not gonna work. That's not real. <laughs> so. Get, get, your dad
0: can get a beard weave. I don't understand your problems <laughs> they, here.
1: You know the dad, he goes as Professor Meads.
2: Wait,
0: no, God, Why can't your dad just go as the Mask Wrestler from, du- from Dual Destinies? Why can't he beat the Great Nine Tails?
1: Because my dad's shoulders are like not broad enough. Body suit. I don't care I want you dad to do the great nine tails. <laughs> this is well, a problem nine you, tails
2: was mostly shirtless
1: you if guys doing full bodysuit you should be steel samurai you guys are not staying strong enough you're like getting my dad Stockholm syndrome stop this is not a good <laughs> thing you know this is not okay like stop it <laughs> Fine. Because if he gets indoctrinated in this fandom, as was the other possibility from Mapop, what's he gonna find? This fucking podcast, you guys.
2: <laughs> and then he'll want to be a guest on it. No, he I'm, won't. I'm already gonna record it without his permission. <laughs> That's
0: legal, future future lawyer Michelle.
1: <laughs> it's, it's not. your dad. Well, it is because it's a private conversation and I live in Michigan, ha ha.
0: Is that, like, I don't know law. Okay. No, we'll you don't. We'll go with it. <laughs> Okay, so, I mean, yeah, we just can't let him find this, you know, find this podcast. We can't- Your dad doesn't Tumblr.
1: Yeah. No, he doesn't Tumblr. Does so he podcast? Like, listen to podcast. I've tried to get him to listen to podcasts that he'd like and he doesn't. So. Yeah, so he's not gonna listen to this. Well, I didn't think he'd play Ace Attorney either.
2: He would
0: listen to all of our elaborate shipping, and he would just tell Michelle how she's wrong, because he would get no better joy than doing that. That is true. If I know something about Michelle's dad, it's Michelle's dad likes to argue with her. Or debate. That's true. Be an intellect with.
1: That's very true. So anyway, thanks for that update. Yeah, well, thanks everybody who sent in about my dad and the fandom. I'll keep you guys updated. There were some really
0: good ones in there, Michelle. There there were. There were some pretty good ones. There were
1: some pretty good ones. Do you want to read some of them? Attack on Cutie said go undercover and only use their Japanese names. That was a pretty feasible option. Yeah, and also protect Apollo Justice at all costs, since he can't (laughs) possibly play that. Yeah, that's true. He can't play that. And he can't have it because you don't. Yeah. <laughs> Red Diamond 002 said, say that they've made it illegal, which is plausible, because I'm gonna graduate from law school. <laughs> 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 hey, did you know this Ace Attorney game's illegal? <laughs> Just don't play it anymore.
0: <laughs> There's been a massive recall.
1: Uh, reverse psychology was a suggestion from email Rachel Ace Clone, but it hasn't been working, because I've been trying so hard. I've been like, every time he says something, I've been like, Dad, that's dumb. You're dumb. It's not
0: working. (laughs) Well, see, that's a problem. You're antagonizing your dad. He wants to prove he's not dumb.
2: And that's not reverse psychology, because reverse psychology is, yeah, do this. Come on, do it, so that he'll decide not to
0: do it. You're only Uh, on that case. You haven't found it yet? You don't know who killed him yet? Really, Dad?
1: Well, I have still been helping him play them. Like, I helped him reinstall the app on his iPad and find the new cases.
2: Yeah, Which, yeah. you're to blame for that.
1: I know. Well, I can't... I can't win. <laughs> can't win. See, that's the end... The end game is I have to convert fandoms. I can't be in this fandom anymore.
0: <laughs> you can't be in this fandom, we don't have a podcast anymore. I mean, I'll still be around. It's not the same, Jesse. Jesse's trying Danny to take over again. Jesse wants to own her own Max
2: Fun network. I mean her own network. So she's just <laughs> gonna make this one. I can't be Jesse Thor, so I'll just be Jesse me.
0: Jesse me. me. <laughs> ace Stealer. <laughs> Jesse me ace Ace Podcast
1: Overlord. <laughs> Sounds about right. Yeah.
0: Alright, well I, I wanna I can't wait for the next update about your dad. I gotta see him first, but yeah, I will keep you guys posted. <laughs> <laughs> I just want- oh, man. But if anybody wants wants a show that is a good length, that I can sit down with Michelle's dad and have him give me all the dirt, all of his convoluted series, or- See,
1: I feel like it would have to be something like sci-fi, though, and you kind of don't like sci-fi most of the time.
0: Yeah. But I want- if anyone has a good show, I want you to email it to me.
2: All I can think of is Gravity Falls. And... No. No, it won't work. He won't sit down for a
1: cartoon, I feel. No, he doesn't. Although I did come, like, I did walk in one time, and he was watching Star Wars The Clone Wars, and it took me a second, I was like, are you, what, what, are you watching Clone Wars? And then it, like, I walked away, and I came back, and it was off. <laughs> <laughs> so I think my dad's been secret watching Star Wars The Clone
0: Wars. <laughs> uh, okay, so that was Michelle's dad. Now I guess we have other stuff to talk about. We do.
1: Such as? We
0: do have other stuff to talk about.
1: Well, um, we can talk about some stuff that people sent in, just like little discussion topics, or... We can talk about the space case because everyone's really mad at us for never finishing our discussion of the. I told uh, you we didn't finish that. Michelle thought we finished it, and we didn't. No, we didn't. We didn't. I
2: thought <laughs> we have my notes. did.
1: And particularly Jenna Dark Knight like took time out of her productive, amazing, badass life to come back and be like, "I wanted beefs for space case." Come on. <laughs> <laughs> we should
2: probably talk about space
1: damn, case. so we could do that or this in around Halloween. One of the people from the English translation team. Made made a post on the Capcom Unity, and it had a lot of really interesting information about everything you could ever dream. And so we could talk about all those.
0: Yeah, I don't, I, I want to hold off Space Case. I want to really talk about that Capcom Unity thing.
1: Okay, let's talk about that Capcom Unity thing. Yeah, just get, get, because it was amazing. It was yeah.
0: I didn't read all of it because I wanted to talk. I wanted you to read it to me on air so you can have my <laughs> live reactions.
1: <laughs> okay, I'm not gonna read all of it. But I just excerpted some stuff. So some interesting stuff. Okay. So it's a. It, this is really like really badass,
2: but a lot of it, like, I reblogged it on the Tumblr. So good. If it hasn't shown up yet, it will in the queue eventually. <laughs> that sometime in six months. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the uh, queue um... is not that long. <laughs> oh well,
1: that's good. Uh, uh. So some of the stuff is from Shu Takumi, and some of the stuff is from the English localization team, and it's hard to tell what is what. So I think I'm, we're just gonna have to refer to all of this as like voice of God says because <laughs> it's hard to tell what none of it is necessarily canon because it's all like creator information, but it can easily be canon. So okay. First things first is they know about how everyone ships Phoenix and Edgeworth. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I'm glad they know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's hard not to. So there's this, there's this quote from Shutakumi that's, like, uh talking about how Edgeworth is really the protagonist of the first game, because basically everything exists, like, Turnabout Samurai exists for his sake, and then the fourth case is, like, rekindling the relationship between him and Phoenix... And Shutakumi says, I tried to paint a picture of the intensely strong bond of friendship that two men can share, but I wonder if that's what people got out of it. <laughs> <laughs> there seems to be those who would suggest that Phoenix and Edgeworth's intensely strong bond is more of an intensely passionate bond of sorts. <laughs> so he knows, which we knew already because they've been doing a lot of ship teas for the entire yeah. series. All of it. yeah, All of it. Yeah. But more um, fun facts: Maya yeah. was originally gonna be uh, a lawyer in training who is preparing to take the bar exam. Huh.
2: <laughs>
1: I'm glad they changed that. <laughs> yeah,
2: I am too. Because she is so much better as not a lawyer.
1: Yeah. Well, I, I mean,
0: like that game had to potentially get really boring. Yeah. Because <laughs> what if they started just talking about laws and codes <laughs> and things oh. that Comal and Michelle sometimes talk about? And I go, guys, <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. But also, like. That's kind of what Athena is, so I'm glad, like, they waited and let us meet Phoenix before we met Athena, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I mean, like, I think Athena, like, happened naturally where we're like, oh, hey, we finally got a lawyer assistant. That makes <laughs> <Yeah>. sense. <laughs> it,
1: it was about time.
0: <laughs> Not like, yeah, you know, we always have lawyer assistants. Why do we have an assistant that's a magician now? That's stupid. You know, like...
2: <laughs> to be fair, Francisco was an assistant for a small amount of time, and she was a lawyer assistant. Almost layers. Yeah, but was like that 12.
0: was game, game like three or four. You know, yeah. like that—that wasn't that happened after the the OG trilogy. You know, that's true.
1: Yeah. Um. Uh. So they they explained that gum gumshoe's pencil behind his ear was left over from when he was originally gonna be like a big fan of horse racing. Huh. So he was. I guess he was originally just gonna gamble all his money away instead of actually being poor. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I like it better that he didn't gamble all of his money away. Yeah, I mean, a lot of
1: these are wise decisions.
0: (laughs) Yeah, but you could also, like, within the OG trilogy, you can construct a theory that, like, Gumshoe does secretly gamble all his money away.
2: Yeah, if you want to think of that. Just like my wonderful theory of Gumshoe and Maggie and their sons off in the... Yeah, 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 you talked
1: about this already. Let's move on. (laughs) Jesse will mention it every episode until it becomes canon.
2: (laughs) Someday! Um,
0: yeah, because Capcom totally listens to this podcast to write down their ideas. If
2: only they did, we'd have so much better stuff that they'd sell us. That's pretty much all we want. But yeah, anyway,
1: more stuff. Uh, Jake Marshall is the parallel of Godot in the in the Rise from the Ashes trilogy, which I really wanted to bring up because does this mean that uh, Lana and Jake is canon?
2: <gasps> hmm. I'm in love. <laughs> My
0: heart. (laughs) But, oh. Jake kind of falls. Well, Jake falls short of being Godot, though.
1: He doesn't seem like the Godot type to me either. He, like, I feel like Neil maybe, but we didn't really get to meet Neil.
0: We didn't get to meet Neil, but, like, Jake is kind of, like, the less educated, like, not as, like. not as polished Godot. Because, like, Jake kind of, like, tries to be very cryptic. He tries to, you know, like, you know, like, be this cool cowboy kind of guy, you know, shaving yeah. the one side of his face constantly and, like, hilt t- it down. But he, like, works in the police station, and he kind of has, like, his cowboy thing's a little bit too much of a bit play. Yeah, that's true. And so I think, like, I think that, like, with Godot, he's just so suave, he's polished, he's put together, he's enigmatic, not just cryptic. He's got magic coffee. <laughs> you know, but we also just get so We're much. We're going to get to that. We, we just get so much more of Godot than we do of Jake. We only get one case of Jake,
1: but I want him to be with Lana. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> it's hard for me. Cause it makes, it just makes me wonder. Cause there's a lot of ships for Lana considering she's only in one case.
2: Oh, well, so it's well, interesting. Fandom will take what they
1: can get. I just felt
0: like I turned into your dad for a second. Cause then I, I, I was like, Wait, I remember Jake and, and Angel, Angel Star yeah. having some weird tension. Oh my god, what if Lana and Jake were dating and Jake had an <laughs> affair with Angel Star? <laughs>
2: or, like, the- maybe Jake and Angel had, like, had something in the past and it was, like, residual. There was still nothing, their relationship was. But, like, line, Lana but, like, and Jake seemed to have troubles! So like,
1: yeah! Oh my god, your guys' are your Stockholm Syndrome is so bad. Like, <laughs> like stop it, because Michelle. pretty soon you're gonna agree with my dad about everything. <laughs> Um, speaking of Jake, all of the cacti in the so in the in Jake Marshall's Marshall Station, where the doors are closed, uh, all of the cacti have names like Billy, Bogey, and Marilyn. No, Jim. <laughs> there's no cactus, Jim. No, no Jim, no cactoid, Jim. Oh, damn! <laughs> so close. Very close. Uh,
0: there's only three. There's only three cacti in there.
1: They just said like. So oh. if you want to go and see if there's more cacti, and then I'm name one Jim, one of them Jim. <laughs> then you can do that. But what a nerd! Okay, <laughs> what a nerd that Jake Marshall. Shut up! It's beautiful. <laughs> He's, the He's Godot so parallel. Does Godot have names for his mugs? Yes, yes. like Marilyn. <laughs>
2: well, maybe not Marilyn, but like. 104,
1: mug 405. See, he just numbers everything. He doesn't even name his blends.
0: No, but if you had over 200 blends of coffee, would you name, would you number them or name them? You know
1: I would. Don't even ask stupid questions.
2: (laughs) He might have like one that's Mia, but. No, he wouldn't name a blend of coffee
1: after his dead girlfriend. Are you sure? Yes, I'm sure. That's a little creepy. Maybe his mug's he gonna do, drinker? I was gonna say, maybe his mug's
0: name's Mia, but what if he drops it?
2: Yeah, I was thinking, I meant his mug's. He crushes it with his hands! Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Then maybe he names it Phoenix, and then crushes it.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So now we have a Godot mug named Phoenix, and Manfred's granddaughter's dog named Phoenix. (laughs) Yep. Yes. And Phoenix named Phoenix. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. And Fox, the Phoenix named Fox. That's a different podcast. Yes, that I've been listening to. Still not my
1: podcast. Next one. Uh, so more on Godot. Godot was originally gonna drink bourbon whiskey and smoke cigars <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> to match his hard-boiled image, but then they realized that this was a bad influence on children, so they switched it up. <laughs> <off. laughs>
2: Because coffee is a much better influence on children. Can
1: you imagine him drinking, like, <laughs> hardcore drinking in the middle of course? Yes. I'm trying to like, imagine who's him... who's to say
2: that coffee It is doesn't in... say cigars. It could be cigarettes. It just says smoke. Who's to say his coffee isn't, like, laced with some booze, like my current drink of I Kalua. don't feel like
1: the Godot that we have would lace his coffee.
0: The Godot we have would not. I'm just trying to think if we had... Current Godot with full visor. I can't picture him smoking cigars, but I can picture him smoking cigarettes.
1: Yeah, it just says smoke, so it could have been cigarettes. Do you want me to tell you all three of the the beta localization names for Godot, or should I just keep introducing myself as them?
0: I'll uh, keep introducing yourself as them. But what was the first one again? You already said.
1: I think I said Xavier Barstux.
0: <sighs> yes, you did. <laughs> so <laughs> who came so up gross. with that name? <laughs> A joker. Some joker in the translation team. Like...
1: They're not even. That's not even the worst one. Like, of, of the three that I have before me, aside from Diego Armando, I think Xavier Barstux is the best alternative.
2: Wow. <laughs> yeah, Way to drop the ball. Look what no, they didn't. They, they, they did great. Cause oh, because they, they, picked, named they him,
0: did, cause I didn't name him that. <laughs> they named him Diego Armando.
2: That's, which was good. Here yes, go, Armando. I also love you
1: too much. <laughs> <sighs> okay, so okay. mostly, mostly why the the canon discussion has happened about how this is voice of God and it's not actual canon, although it could be actual canon very easily, is because Clavier is not actually German. <laughs> I believe it. It's confirmed by these people that he studied in Germany for a while but he is not actually German, and they said they tried to hint at his true nationality when Phoenix says that Clair- Clavier's accent is affected, but in hindsight it may have been too subtle. Oh. So, he- Clavier's not German. So everyone
0: who's going, Mm, excuse me, his name is pronounced like something else, because I can't pronounce it anyway else. Clavier? Yeah, Clavier. Uh, I
1: might as well be calling
0: him Tuba. <laughs> Because that's how German he really is.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, so, I don't know. Uh, I think that's interesting. Because it means also Christoph's not German. Yeah. I believe that a lot more. But their parents named them Klavier and Christoph. So their parents so, had a fetish. Yeah. That's or, thing. like, really heritage? I mean, maybe they're second gen, but, like, damn, son.
0: <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, this is, like... Voice of God thing like is really interesting because we get the fun facts about like you know beloved characters and then they drop this bombshell on us and then
1: they drop this bombshell,
0: <laughs> which like you could I mean like when we, I first started playing the games I kind of didn't think he was actually German until like no one debunked that in game that he wasn't actually German because I feel like most German people don't go around going Actu baby <laughs> ja, ja, <actor laughs> ja 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 <laughs> like. I mean, like, I thought it was all part of his rock star image to pretend to be part German, but then he never dropped
2: the facade. He didn't even drop it when he stopped being a rock star in Dual Destinies. No. Well, by then, he might have just been so used to doing it, because he's been doing it since he was, like, what, 18? He he got his badge at 17. So, yeah. He's been a rock star since at least then. But well, yeah, I mean... but I mean,
1: he got his badge where? Germany. So. Yeah, so you can go study abroad. Well, that's what that's what what Athena did, but it's like, damn, Germany, stop just giving any rando who (laughs) wants to your country a badge. (laughs) Stop it, Ace Attorney, Germany. Like, Jesus.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Now I don't remember if it was from the same the same thing, but wasn't there from the translation team the note about Japanifornia?
1: Yeah, that's the big one I have next. Okay, so um, so they said. This is by Janet... Oh, geez, I, like, figured out how to pronounce her last name and then I lost it. It's HSU. I think it's Sue. So, Janet Sue. And she said when she took over the series, um, because she's in charge of localization, uh, one of the first things she had to deal with because it was the second game was what to do with Maya's hometown. Like, with... So, with the, like... With the village. The spirit yeah. channeling village. Yeah. And so, she... Dis- she creates She says... It was then that I created a little head headcanon for myself, which I suppose is actually real canon now for the localized version, is that while Gyakuten Saiban p- takes place in Japan, the LA that Ace Attorney takes place in it is an alternate universe where anti-Japanese sentiments and anti-immigrant laws were not enacted, and Japanese culture was allowed to flourish and blend into the local culture in the same manner as other immigrant cultures. So, she said, not counting budget restraints and time restraints, this little headcanon is pretty much dictated what I would keep Japanese and what would be completely localized. For example, anything related to Maya's clan and the Korean channeling technique is pretty much guaranteed to stay Japanese because that's her heritage, while Japanese foods that are not so commonly known in the West will probably be localized in the interest of keeping the game from needing a 50-page expletan- like explanatory booklet. <laughs> And then she talked about um, how Big Hero Six just came out, and how they take place in San Francisco. And she's like, "F that, Japanifornia is the best thing ever, and I love it." <laughs>
0: <laughs> so we didn't come up with the word sadly, but like it's definitely an established, like officially accepted word at this yeah. point. I adore yep. the
1: fandom name Japanifornia. So they, the localization team, loves Japanifornia because it's the best. It's
2: not it the is. best! You know how everyone gets murdered in Japanophornia? I didn't say the place was the best! I said the fandom name was the best! Oh, well, no, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't say the first half of that. Well,
0: now you the did. name is the best. Yeah, so I think that's really super cool. I also really like the thought that she took in to say, like, to think about actual US history.
1: Yeah, I do that... really like that. Especially because it's not so far in the future. Like, we have to have a reason that, like, the the world is so different. And this being one of them is really cool.
0: Yeah. yeah. I thought that was a really great way for them to handle it, other than us going, Haha, <laughs> localization team, they're just fucking around and just <laughs> trying to like squeeze it through. How do I take this this Japanese Amaterasu sword? Ah fuck <laughs> I don't. I just pretend that everyone knows what it means. Or oh,
2: hard to translate land. Also known as the Tenma Taro
0: case yeah so if you take the Temataro case and you think about like you put it in this context like it having a, a japanese festival makes more sense yeah because people go around cinco de mayo here wearing ponchos and sombreros going ayayayay ay, ay, ay. like now <laughs> we can go ahead and have japanese
1: festivals yeah but you guys were talking about themis you said Temataro, but you were talking about themis we were yeah well Temataro. well Tem- oh, temetaro is a
0: theme park
2: because you right, were talking
0: about yeah. the class festivals. I was talking about a festival, but I thought Temataro is a festival, but it's no, it's it no, a, it's a town, it's a it's village. It's a town, yeah. It's like a theme park thing.
2: Which also, I guess, it does in some ways explain themis because, like, influence of the Japanese school system.
0: That's just straight up a Japanese school system, though. Like they just yeah. like stopped by the by dual destinies, they stopped trying to translate things or trying to make things fit in an American t- context.
1: Yeah. And I do find that interesting, like, how the school is not, like, she she said food is not translated because you don't want a 50-page booklet, but, like, school system? Nah, that's cool. We'll just leave that.
2: <laughs> and how, like, a 26-year-old can, like, reapply to start as a freshman in high school because of... That's gotta be
1: unrelated. That's gotta be, like, part of how the jury system got abolished in America. Like, the second Patriot Act that happened that abolished the jury system and destroyed the Constitution also allowed 25-year-old men to be in high school.
0: (laughs) With their crane operating license. That was
1: pork belly, like, provisions that they put in for, like, Massachusetts. Like, it couldn't have been, like, it couldn't have been. Like, Nebraskan, I don't know. It could not have been related to, the, the, like, Japanese culture. We can't just blame everything on Japanese culture now.
2: I'm just wondering about... He still bugs me. It's still America. It's funny, because he didn't bug you, and then I told you no, how. you should have been, and
0: then you were no, bugged. No, I was
2: bugged when I was playing the game. Because <laughs> I kept texting Michelle while I was playing about how he was bugging me. then who was not
0: as bugged by it and they should have been more bugged about it? I thought it was you. It was you. No, no, because I have very strong feelings because I was a teacher. No, you weren't,
2: you weren't bugged by like how they did the school system. We were, Michelle and I were bugged by the fact that he's like 26 and still in high school. I think you weren't bugged about how like there's no, you
1: weren't bugged about how there was no restrictions on um becoming a lawyer, but there's definitely restrictions on, like, operating a crane. <laughs> okay. You, you were Stop not bugged by that. that, but you were maybe bugged by he's a grown-ass man in high school. Because... <laughs> I was re No, some no, because really. I remember I had that whole section, that whole thing about how do you stand up to a twenty-six-year-old
0: man and go, "Yeah, he looks to be my age." Yeah, I remember that. Like, my best friend is twenty-six. Yeah, no, he looks like he's he's he fifteen. Looks like he looks like me. <laughs> no, don't tell me I wasn't bugged by a twenty-six-year-old man because the high school <coughs> limit is twenty-one, then they kick you out in America.
1: Yeah, no, you said you said all those things, but I think it took a second for you to realize, like, oh yeah, this real fucked up. No, I was bugged about
0: that, but I am more bugged about the crane operation thing. I think I am still more bugged about that than the school system.
1: You weren't bugged about that last time we talked about it, because I was sitting over here being like, dude, I am trapped in this goddamn school for three years to become a lawyer, and that fool has to be 26 (laughs) to operate a crane, and yet Apollo Justice is like, cool, whatever. (laughs) Fuck you, Apollo. I hate you this whole game. Franzi got her badge at 14. Oh, you're right. You were more bothered by that. Trapped. It's only because I am trapped in this hellhole school for another semester.
2: (laughs) You're almost done. You can make it.
1: Don't jinx me.
2: But anyway, yeah, I
1: think that's really cool. And I don't want to go into a primer on how America has been really awful to East Asians, but we could, but I don't want to. I don't want
0: to have a history lesson on this podcast. This is the wrong podcast for that. that Check out our, our other shows on our
1: our network. <laughs> yeah. But I do want to mention that, um, like, it's it was, like, even with the World War II and the internment camps and everything, like... Before, before that, we that. had for years and years back when we were still being racist against Italian, not Italians. Well, Italians and Irish. Um, we had quotas. We had immigration quotas, and the harshest immigration quotas were on China.
0: Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So were. you
1: could only let in like two thousand people a year to immigrate. So anyway, yeah.
0: Yeah, that was like a really super interesting yeah article, and I'm really glad like it exists.
1: Yeah, everyone should go look it at that. It's the Capcom Unity Capcom Unity article by um, Janet Sue, and then like whenever it gets reblogged on the Tumblr. <laughs> yep, that'll uh-huh. happen. Michelle, did uh,
0: before we take a break, did you see anything about Festivus or Facetivus?
1: I I guess? did. Somebody told us to talk about Facetivus, which is the Ace Attorney fandom uh, Secret Santa project. Ah. Oh. And uh the enrollment is over on the 15th, so that's why I don't know if I was going to talk about it. But it's really <laughs> yeah.
0: cool. This episode will probably go up on the 15th, on or the after 15th, it. the so. 15th. But I think it's good because if it happens again next year, people can at least, like, you know, maybe have it, like, in their memory. Like, oh, wasn't there an Ace Attorney gif exchange?
1: Yeah, and I don't know if that's through court records or if it's just on Tumblr. Do you have anything about that? I just, like, I have the, I have
0: Face to face .tumblr.com slash rules.
2: like oh, tab cool.
0: So, I mean, like, unfortunately, there's not a lot of, like, clear information on FaceTabist, so, like, I'm probably the wrong person to try to be like, yeah, but it's a gif exchange for the Ace Attorney community, and so, um, they accept Ace Attorney games from the original trilogy and beyond all the way up to Professor Layden versus Phoenix Wright. Um, so I'm not really sure. I never clicked the application. But I think it's a really cool thing if you're, like, super into, uh, if you're super into Christmas, you're super into a gift exchange, and like they call it FaceTivist because they don't want to say Christmas exchange. Um, but you can be anonymous, you know, what can you offer? They do art, they do fan fiction. Um, you know, you can do whatever games that you're familiar with, whatever pairings you want, you know. It's just like an exchange to participate in the Ace Attorney community, which is super cool.
1: Yeah, it's like a fandom exchange, and it's cool because it doesn't necessarily cost people money
0: (laughs) yeah it's just like you know being an active participant and we're probably not participating because we're all in grad schools of different kind so yeah so uh if if you're hearing this at least on november 15th (laughs) you can check out festivus Festivus, Yeah, do yeah you can do that especially you know you just because you all love ace attorney because you're listening to this and if you're listening to this sometime recently, you know, not the 15th or the 15th, you can check out Michelle's sweet stuff on Fe- uh, no, Desert Bus, but you don't know her name, so no. good luck finding out which one it is. Unless it says Michelle on it. Does the sidewalk actually even have your name on there,
1: Michelle? No. For some reason, my my craft is up there anonymously, which is weird, because, like, I wrote the whole thing, so I don't know why it's anonymous. But mine is the Bastion City Crest.
0: Yeah, so you can go look at how sweet that looks.
1: Uh, just go, just go watch Desert Bus, because I love it so much and I don't know why.
0: Do you want to tell people <laughs> what Desert Bus actually I love is?
1: So much. <laughs> um, so, this sketch comedy group up in Canada every year does a charity event for, uh, Child's Play, which is a, 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 charity which, um, gives, like, entertainment systems to kids in hospitals or, um, uh, shelters, like, uh, Domestic violence shelters and stuff like that. Um, so Desert Bus, it's called Desert Bus for Hope. This group does it, and they play the worst video game of all time, which is where you drive a bus in real time from Phoenix, Arizona. No, Tucson, Arizona to uh, Las Vegas, Nevada. It takes eight hours, and it takes eight hours to play it, and there's no pause button, and the bus constantly lists to the right, so, they have to course correct every minute. So you actually have to actually play the game. <laughs> and if you, and the road, like, none of the, the landscape doesn't change. Nothing changes.
0: <laughs> and you can crash and it's like game over, right? You
1: can crash. And it's not game over. You have to wait in real time for the tow truck to come get you from <laughs> Phoenix, Arizona. So if you crash you to, and you drove for six hours, you have to wait for six hours for the tow truck to get to you and wait for six hours for it to tow you back to Phoenix. <laughs> or Tucson or whatever. It's Oh my god. So anyway, like that sounds like the worst game ever, right? Well, right now they have to play it for 80 hours straight. And every time you donate, like, the hourage goes up. So usually they end up playing it for a week straight. <laughs> and so they have to do a lot of other stuff to fill the time. And it's usually hilarious. And there's, like, all sorts of prizes and giveaways and auctions. And anyway, that's what I'm going to be doing for this whole damn week. <laughs> so starting Friday, I'm just going to have Desert Bus up constantly. Desert. Uh, so it's Desert Bus for Hope and it's desertbus.org and if you're a nerd and that sounds funny at all to you watching a bunch of sketch sketch comics play the worst video game of all time yeah go go watch desert buses i
2: might have to do that when i run out of podcasts
1: podcast can wait desert buses once a
2: year Jesse. <laughs> it's true They're desert, desert buses is my
1: favorite holiday in november
2: <laughs> i will probably be out of podcasts by friday so 12
1: 14 so it starts 14th, 14th. on the 14th. And they'll be bussing for as long as they get donations, which so it's, it'll probably end the twenty first. Usually, unless they like have so much more money this year.
0: I hope they. Do. I hope they get a break for Thanksgiving. <laughs>
1: <laughs> They're Canadian.
2: Canadians' oh. Thanksgiving. When's Canadian
1: Thanksgiving.
2: That already happened, I think.
1: Yeah, so they don't need it.
2: Okay, good. They All can right,
1: bus right through. Somebody will bring a mashed potatoes. <laughs>
0: All right, well, let's bus right through to a break. How about that? Okay. And we're back. I'm Stephanie. Harfum posane
2: piano tuba. I'm Jesse. Ponco ponyo, poncho, poncho. I'm Michelle. My name is Joseph Kappa. Uh, what? Oh, that's painful.
1: <laughs> yeah. What? That's not even the worst one. <laughs> that was an option? <laughs> that was an option. Uh.
2: Okay. Oh, uh, yeah,
1: that okay. Joseph Kappa and that Mia Fey.
2: <laughs> what would the shit be? Kappa Fey? Shit! Oh shit, it's so good! Shit!
1: <laughs> oh, no, fuck. That's, that's Daddy Stockholm Syndrome talking. Don't do it. <laughs> it's not good. No, it's so good. It's so bad. Oh. Buxom Boss.
0: Oh, your buxom boss with cup of Joe. Your buxom cup of Joe. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Gross. Yeah, actually, that's
0: disgusting. So anyway, we got a bunch of emails from you when I said we're gonna have to quit the show because we ran out of things to talk about, and then you guys found things for us to talk about, which is great. Uh, which you guys mostly said, please talk about Space Case.
1: And we were sitting around
0: going, what haven't we said about Space Case
1: yet? We don't know. We thought we said everything. Yeah, that 30 second break was just 45 minutes of us being like, what do we talk about Space
2: Case? (laughs) And you think that's an exaggeration. It's not. It's not.
1: Nope. Aren't you glad there's editing in this podcast, everybody? (laughs) That's why we take the break. Sometimes you ask us, why do we take breaks? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, uh, uh, Jenna Dark Knight wanted wanted us to talk specifically about beefs with space case. Because Jenna Dark Knight has a beef with space case. Uh, It's Uh, that Apollo is completely uninjured. Which I briefly
0: (sighs) mentioned last time. Just like he's pristine and perfect after he takes off his bandage. There's no, no war damage at all. After yeah. being, like, exploded, like, two days ago. Yeah, especially, yeah. like,
1: he had a... She said that he had a ceiling fault, like, a goddamn ceiling <laughs> fell on him. And he's, like, wicked cool, like, I'm fine.
2: And then he gets hit on the head again with this, like, giant slab of stone. And then he takes off his bandages and he's fine. He's cool, yeah. He, like, yeah, and so... So she says that
1: given the stuff we see at, at NASA Diet, the nanotech is a possible explanation. <laughs> but she says she was operating under the logic that Apollo has basically died and gone through the becoming immortal thing that happened to the Highlanders. And so now he and Nick both have Highlander immortality. And eventually they'll have to, like, cross over, fight Highlander villains and it's badass.
0: I like the idea that Apollo has taken the Highlander thing, except Apollo is still in this weird teenage angst phase that really pisses me <laughs> off, and I don't think he can quite reach the hobo level yet. Well,
1: Phoenix was at Highlander level long before hobo. He yeah, was, when he fell off a bridge. But even when he was like a piece of shit eating poison necklaces, he was a
2: Highlander. Yeah, he was already. So I guess he like went through his like angsty emo phase earlier that we may not have seen all of. I'm sorry, I was just thinking about what if Phoenix Wright was voiced by Sean Connery,
0: and I tried to play that (laughs) through my head. Oh my god. And it was just not good, guys.
1: It wasn't good.
0: It was not good, I'm admitting that. I don't have Stockholm Syndrome on your dad because it wasn't good.
1: I don't think my dad would think of Phoenix as Sean Connery. (laughs) I didn't until we started talking about Highlander again. Well, so I guess like I like I like how like Highlander, ism in Ace Attorney is contagious. <laughs> but like, is I it still? Are we still like maneuvering on there? Can only be one rules because then who's gonna win? Phoenix or Apollo? Phoenix.
0: Well, Phoenix would win, but the thing is, like, what if we don't do? There will only be one. What if Phoenix is just like we know? Phoenix is grooming Apollo. We knew from. From Apollo Justice Case 1, Phoenix was grooming for Apollo. Right.
1: Don't make it sound super creepy or anything, but yes. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't mean to, but... Also, Apollo's an adult... Like, just to make it slightly less creepy of as an adult. I'm sorry I made this sound rapey. Do, I
0: meant, not... He's, he's not grooming to have a bride. <laughs> Phoenix is not trying to prep his bride. He's trying to get a protege. He's trying to collect his magical girls.
1: Yeah, he's, I, I am like, I want to know what the hell Phoenix is up to with his like group of magical girl tiny lawyers. Like, what? He's
2: getting them so he can be Charlie from Charlie's Angels. Well, then he's I got enough already. The chocolate factory. God. I mean, he could do that too and make them on a maze so he can kill the children. But I like Charlie from Charlie's Angels better because then he sends them off on random missions and they're just confused and don't know exactly. That's what's going on. Ace Attorney. Yeah, so he's Charlie from Charlie's Angel. That's his like goal in life. He watched that show as a kid, and decided that's what he was going to do. Or he watched the one movie remake series. I don't remember that. Lucy Liu was in it. That's all that matters. Yeah, oh, yeah, she Lucy was. was good in it too. Lucy Liu's good in everything. That anyway.
0: Is true. Um. Anyway, so I think I think what he's trying to do is he's trying to like. I, th- I thought maybe he was trying to prep his next the next Highlander, because while Phoenix Hobohodo is, like, omniscient and, like, very Highlander, maybe he wants to retire. I don't think he... Or, but then, like, I feel like he would need Apollo to cut off his head to actually obtain all of his power.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's like a... Like, if there could really only be one and Phoenix wants to retire, it's because he's old and slow. He's... His Highlander game is not on point anymore, and Apollo is a young, strong Highlander who will kill him, take, it, take the place, his rightful place, <laughs> <life is>
2: Highlander. <laughs> or, Phoenix is still on point, and he's just lazy and wants to take a break for a while so he can have Apollo, like, do things so that he can, like, take a vacation somewhere. Well, then and why then do he, you get he his can come back bag? whenever he wants. I don't know. He
0: has badge breaks so because Apollo's not ready, he's too angsty. That's the problem. He had to get it back because the jury
1: system fell through.
0: <laughs> that didn't happen. Remember that?
1: Right. No, no, I don't. No one remembers that. It didn't no. happen.
0: <laughs> Sorry. His his plan A fell through, so now he's got to go back to plan B, which is to become a lawyer for a little longer, because Apollo's not ready yet. I think that's what it is. Apollo kind of proves to himself by leaving the group and trying to figure out things his own way and learning things just as fast as we do with, with and without the agency that he's not ready yet. He has to go through his rebellious teenage phase and come back and then be, you know, then have character progression. Yeah,
1: if anything, it's Demon, like Apollo's, uh, going sort of rogue and, and getting out there and figuring out that he's, he's a piece of shit has demonstrated that Phoenix has actually not, if you're, groomed him properly because he did not give him any of Mia's training.
0: Well, no, he doesn't because, he doesn't because when Athena's in court, she starts crying. He's like, "It's okay to cry." And in my notes, I have a thing that says, "No, Phoenix, you've learned nothing. A lawyer can't cry till it's all over."
1: <laughs> to How be, to you. be fair, that was a that was a Diego Armando rule. But yeah, it's true. Like Phoenix is is he's treating Athena like a not like a lawyer at that point, but like a, a client. Yeah, a lawyer doesn't or... cry until it's all over. But the client who who fucking cares.
0: <laughs> the the client well, screwed, so cry, cry, and cry because you might be killed. Because you might be dead.
2: <laughs> Wasn't she the client for that case? She, she was, was, but she so. was also like in need of being a
0: like you know being together Her and being a lawyer. Yeah. So yeah.
1: basically, Phoenix has failed because he is neither. He's trained neither Apollo nor Athena in Mia's teachings.
0: Yeah, I remember Nia. seeing a comic online that was like. You know, like at the end of Trials and Tribulations, Phoenix go like Mia's like, "All right, Phoenix, I'm gonna leave you now, and like, you know, good luck and everything." And he's like, "Oh, thank you, Mia." And then like it's like five years later or seven years later, and he's a hobo now, and yeah. she's like, "Yes, yeah, so, you know, I just kind of immediately lost my badge and stuff." <laughs> and she's like in the background going like, Urgh. "I saw that. I love that comic." <laughs> I have
1: not seen that. I want
2: to see it.
0: Oh man, it's just like it's the pinnacle. Like I saw that, I'm like, yeah. Fucking if I was Mia, I'd be pissed at Phoenix too. Did he ever blog uh, I mean, it? Uh, not recently. Not yeah, not recent. Not in the recent time, but like well, I've seen it before. I'll, I'll never find
2: it. <laughs> I'll probably see it someday.
1: But yeah, I mean it's true. It's like he's basically, I mean he's not I I mean he was a little busy, but he has not gotten his shit together and taught people how to be lawyers.
0: Yeah, and I mean, I don't I mean, Phoenix has always kind of kept us in the dark of the what's his what's his plan. We know he's collecting small magical children and lawyers, <laughs> and you know
2: his plans to rule the world or something.
0: I don't think it is though. I know he wants acquire a quiet retirement with Edgy. Like I know that's 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 the projected end goal is for everything to be
2: fine and he can sit back and drink his wine with Edworth. When he wants to better the system, and he's not sure exactly how, so he is he's like, well, if I get these lawyer kids that have magical powers, I'm sure it'll work out somehow. I don't know if he so still likes to
1: better the system, though, because at this point he's still just doing damage control from his own three-year stint as a lawyer because the dark age of the law was his fault.
0: Which is bullshit,
1: it was Manfred's fault. It was, I mean, that's true, but like, Phoenix and Blackwell triggered the Dark Age of the Law, so Phoenix is still doing damage
2: control. Okay, so his plan reads as such. Step one, collect magical children. Right. Step two, question mark, question mark, question mark. (laughs) Step three, profit and retire with Edgeworth. That's
1: pretty much where we're at. That's why, so so email Rachel Ace Clone sent in and was like, well, do you guys want a sequel? Yeah, I want a sequel, because what the fuck is Phoenix doing? Like, what is his end, <laughs> end game? I want to know. I need to know why he is collecting magical young adults. I need to know what he's doing. And I need to know why everyone got brainwashed and forgot the jury system. <laughs> we he's- we answered that question, but we are usually wrong. So I need to know the real reason.
0: I need to know the reason. I also want to see like Apollo and Athena be successful. Like yeah. that's I do want that. Like you know they can they can use the Phoenix Wright School of Seat of the Pants technique. That's fine, but like I want them to see them like actually being lawyers and like actually making money. And maybe the right anything agent isn't where Trucy lives anymore.
1: Yeah, I would like <laughs> trucey to have a real house. <laughs> I would like a follow Edgeworth's apartment. Well, they—I li- would like them to not live in the wine cellar anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I know Trucy doesn't because Edgeworth is not a soulless demon, but like <laughs> anymore, but Phoenix
2: probably still lives down there. Yeah, because he's choice.
1: indignant.
0: <laughs> but I mean, like I just you know, and I want. I mean, like I don't want to, Maybe I don't need a game starring Phoenix Wright. I'd be a guest, but I don't need a game starring Phoenix Wright. Or, you know, like, or necessarily Apollo or Athena, but, like, you know, maybe I have a game of Trucy being a magician and I get to check in with everyone and then actually you get to hang out with Trucy and you get to figure out all the secret stuff that Phoenix is doing and why he's collecting magical children because Trucy's probably way more in the know than anything else. Like, in anybody else. Like, that's where we're going to get our information from. Yeah. Who
2: knows? It could all be, like, part of Trucy's plan to be the world's best magician. She wants to make the world disappear but why i don't know i was trying no. to think of the biggest disappearing
0: act possible and it would be the world but no it'd be the moon that's dumb close your eyes open them oh the moon disappeared and it reappeared <laughs> done <laughs> <laughs> oh look outside it's the sun haha i made the moon disappear <laughs> that's like fucking what phoenix would do to a child trucy, and she would think it's the greatest thing ever
1: oh my god damn that's cute <laughs> I mean, we also have a lot of unanswered questions, just in general, from Apollo's game. And I'm not even going to get into the big one, because we'll talk about the big one later. But, like, Trucy got all the Gamma Ray secrets. The, the Gramma Ray, like, magic book. Yeah. What's that in that book? Left? It I ain't Easy Bake Oven Panties, let me tell you. <laughs> what are the magical secrets in that magical book? Because it's real magic. The Gramaries that... do real magic, or do they just shoot people in the face? I well, they do both of those things. <laughs> but I mean, por qué no los dos? You know what I'm saying?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know what you're saying.
1: I like. I feel like the grammar. If the FaZe can do real spirit channeling magic, I feel like the Gramaries have real magic in them, which is why Apollo has magic powers and Trucy has magic powers. Shit, just.
0: Fuck, Michelle, I've never thought about this. Well, shit. Just,
2: what, what is You're, it right, the book?
0: You're right, though. You're right. But, real. A, I don't, I don't want, I want to know that more than anything now. Well, I, I have something that I want
1: to know more than that, but we're going to talk about that next time. <laughs> Fuck. Okay. <laughs> shit. We need, like, I mean, like, like, funny story. We need a sequel to Apollo Justice. <laughs>
0: That's we actually what I want
1: to see get it the most. We didn't want... get it with dual destinies. We need it now. Fuck. Sure. All of the unanswered questions about Phoenix <sighs> have been answered. Like, where's Edgeworth? <laughs> 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 but none of that the unanswered really questions deal. about Apollo oh. have been answered. I
2: mean, All the right. only other unanswered question I, I want answered is where's Gumshoe. But I have my ideas, so. Yeah, but, I, you know, like, we all want to just check in with Gummy
0: just in case he's a hobo under a bridge with Larry. You know, that's that's on the back of our minds. No, because we don't care what's going on with Larry. (laughs) I didn't say I cared. I just said I want to check in with the gumshoe just to make sure he's okay. Yeah, like, we still... That's all we want. Like,
1: what we haven't gotten with Phoenix is some more check-ins that we need. Like, we checked in with Maya, but not really. We got Pearl, which was very nice. Like, just a few more check-ins would be nice. But, like... Really, all of the big questions are in Apollo's court.
0: They really are. And, like, Like, it's really frustrating that we still can't play Apollo Justice in any of these Phoenix Fright Ace Attorney (laughs) 123 Chility HD
2: remixes. (laughs) What I really want to know, when is Phoenix going to tell Apollo and Trucy their siblings? That's another one. (laughs) That one made me nervous.
0: There's a line in there about Trucy calling Apollo dark and broody, and it like Dark Dark and Broody and Handsome or something like that, and it made me very nervous. I do. There was just... there was something a little concerning about that's, that. That's
1: gotta be part of the end game though. The fact that okay. he still hasn't told them has to be part of the end game. Yeah. Why can't There's they that. know that they're siblings? Uh. Is it because Apollo's magic powers are stronger than Trucy's magic powers and if he learns that they exist, then he'll be able to not control them anymore? What? I don't know. Like what? The, what could it be? Can we just ask our listeners to try to figure out what it could be? The end, which, what specifically? Phoenix's endgame, or why he won't tell Trusina and Apollo that they're related, or what's in the ga- Grammaray Book of Secrets? Um,
0: I'm gonna say the the endgame. The endgame. So, like what's Phoenix's endgame? End game? What do we? Yeah. What do people think? What do you guys think Phoenix's end game is? Why is
1: he collecting magical young adults, for realsies,
0: and for fakesies, like for funsies? I don't know.
1: <laughs> yeah, because he could be just playing
0: Pokemon. But I, there's a real end game. There is. There
1: has to be. He wants to catch them all. And additionally, who's in on it? Who's in on the end game besides Phoenix? Is Edgeworth in on it? Is Emma oh, in yeah. on it? Who's in on it? Is Maya
2: in on it? Like no, we need to ask we these not, questions. But we don't know. Maybe because is like, Phoenix really Maybe a Maya has tasked him with it for like some ancient curse reason that the Fey Village knows about. Ancient curse, huh? The I don't know. They have to stop the f- come incoming apocalypse that's going to start with the law breaking down. Well, you know, we like, already made that game. It has to
1: tailor to people's magic powers, though. Like, I mean, okay, imminent curse threat of death. Uh, We got Trusi, who's general magic. We've got Apollo, who can who can see tells in lies, and we've got Athena, who's got magical hearing. Like,
2: I'm sure those can be useful in some combat specific ways. (laughs) I've watched enough anime to know this. I got nothing.
0: I'm still my mind is still blown about this Gamers' Book of Secrets, Michelle. You really
1: fucked me up. I don't see how you didn't think of that before. It's it's real magic. <laughs> well because uh, uh also, I'm still is mad it real about magic, the magic listeners. <laughs> Tell me I'm full of shit. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, because I'm well
0: in that in that vein I'm just still mad about the Taro case and how everyone's like Pfft, magic. Pfft. <laughs> Cause that We yeah. had three we had four games
1: establishing that yes, magic. Yes, magic. Yeah, but Phoenix wasn't there for the Tenmontaro case.
0: No, but Apollo has dealt with the magic. He still is magic.
2: Apollo doesn't believe it. Oh my god. But Apollo also doesn't know the full details of his magical heritage. It's true. Because who won't tell him? Oh yeah, Phoenix. And is there, who knows, maybe there's like another reason for that that has to do with this deep curse that requires Phoenix to collect magical children. I'm starting to think maybe Phoenix is just possessed. The way that Jesse's talking option. Maybe that's
0: why Mia picked him. Maybe that's why he's a
1: sociopath.
2: (laughs) Maybe yeah. Who knows? It could be he was possessed by something after the Dahlia case that had to put him in such a position that he could collect magical children for some big end game that we don't know about. This just got weird.
1: (laughs) Cause all I can think about is supernatural now.
0: Help, oh, and you have lost me. <laughs> oh my god!
2: <laughs> oh god! Yeah, yeah season uh, four, season... I think. No, it was like two. It was like two and three. Yellow eyes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Anyway, back <laughs> to that. back to Ace Attorney.
0: Oh hi guys! I was waiting for you. It's
1: okay. Um. Uh. Th- th- so there's just a lot of questions from Apollo's game. So you. To answer email Rachel Ace Clone's question, yeah, we need a we need a sequel. <laughs> uh, we need and a
0: sequel it, specifically to Apollo Justice. To Apollo
2: Justice. And then also now so now Apollo has Highlander powers. And could that be why Phoenix is collecting them? To help them get to the next level of their powers? Because Apollo didn't have have his Highlander powers until after he met Phoenix, who, as we've talked about, is a Highlander. Well, Apollo got his Highlander powers from a courtroom blowing up and a ceiling falling on him. Yeah, because he knew Phoenix and was working on that
1: case. And deep-seated emotional doubt and lack of trust for those around him.
2: All of these things are
1: necessary for
0: Highlanders. (laughs) It's like sugar spice and everything nice and Chemical X. Yeah. Yeah. You need everything to make a Powerpuff Girl. Yes,
2: you do. Yeah, and a girl to have a crush on you. And they have to be in the right quantities. Should we take a break? Yeah. I can't. I mean. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe we'll find answers
1: in the break.
0: (laughs) All right. Three hours later. We'll be right back.
2: And we're back. I'm Marilyn von Kekhtai. Ah, uh, domarigato, Mister Robato.
1: I'm Michelle, and my name is William Have a Mug. Uh, what? <sighs> really? <laughs> oh my God! Yeah. Uh, she drew the best picture ever. <laughs> What's the picture of? It's amazing. It's a picture of a mug that's got face on it. <laughs> It's <laughs> a mug made of Godot's face. Uh, we need more mugs like that in the world. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. Anyway, uh... so, so yeah,
2: that yeah. we're gonna
0: that's we're gonna call it an episode because I can't go on. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what is time? What is space? <laughs> what is space case?
0: Uh, we're not really sure anymore. There's still so
2: many. We space got case. we got stuff to talk.
1: We're gonna. We're going to keep going, though. Next time, we'll talk about some more crazy shit theories about Space Case. We'll talk about some more beefs. We'll talk about what you guys think about what Phoenix's Endgame is.
0: Yeah, and so you guys can send all that stuff and all your theories and all the things you want us to talk about to our Gmail, which is at gmail.com. You can send it as a Tumblr ask at our Tumblr, which is this.tumblr.com. Those are the places you want to send things to, other places you can find us are on our iTunes page, which, Michelle, do you want to thank people?
1: I do. Uh, uh, people have rated and reviewed us on iTunes, and so I just wanted to thank some people. I want to thank Up and Gendi Otisioji, and all of these other people who I know are secret names for people who actually listen to this show which are Turtle Man, Miles Edgeworth, Lawyer Fan, and Beep Beep Surprise <laughs> Food. <face. laughs> Beep beep! Surprise face is the saver for user ever. Is that all? Su- is that all so, spelled out, or is the surprise face a surprise face? No, it's colon okay. O. <laughs> yes. Co- colon zero, but beep beep! Surprise face. Thank you guys. Uh thank you all of you because you all wrote like wonderful, beautiful, lovely reviews, and they're awesome and amazing and. Uh, everyone else should do that too because they're awesome.
0: Yeah, we like having them because that helps bump us up on iTunes, so other people see us, and that's like free advertising. So, like, do that.
2: And also, it helps the eventual podcast network empire we're planning.
1: <laughs> it helps our end game.
2: <laughs> but really, what it does is it shows more people the
1: show, and then more people email us, and it makes the show more it exciting. It really
0: does, guys. Like, if it wasn't for you guys, <laughs> this show would have died episode ten. <laughs> And Ten was pushing it. We didn't even think we'd make it this far.
1: We, no way we ever thought we'd <laughs> make it this far. Um,
0: but any, um, if you guys aren't on the iTunes page, if you have a vendetta against Apple, I get it. Trust me, I get it.
1: Well, if you have your vendetta against Apple, you can find us instead on our podcast garden at podcastgarden.com slash podcast slash yeah.
0: And I'm gonna say
1: thank you to Dark Shadow Rage 2 off the YouTubes for the
0: use of our theme song, Hey Pal... A Detective, Detective Gumshoe, Gumshoe remix. remix, nice <laughs> stereo. <laughs> um, because that's how jam that beat is. I like honestly, like I hear that song outside of context of our podcast, and I'm like, that's my podcast. <laughs> hey, oh, it's it's not as it's not as big. It's not as why does it sound weird? Oh, because it's not the remix. That's why. So thanks, Dark Shadow 2. Too true. I know you don't listen, but thanks. <laughs> And I'd like to thank Michelle for the use of our Von Carmel's songs, because you make a bunch of them now, and it's amazing. And we never know what to expect.
1: And Stephanie just puts the whole thing at the end of the episode. She doesn't even cut him anymore. So anyway, that's gonna do (laughs) it. Please. Oh, uh, wait, hold on. So, that other podcast we talked about last time, that's finally real. So, uh... That's called You Gotta Be Ficking Me, and right now it's not on iTunes, but it should be soon. And it's you can find it at com slash podcast slash You Gotta Be Ficking Me. Ficking, like fanfic, because that's a podcast where we talk about fanfiction. It's funny. It's like two hours it is long. A long, long. It is a
2: long first <laughs> episode. Really I'm gonna long.
1: prep you guys. It's a long
0: first episode, but we, like, it, it was longer, and it got better. Like...
1: No. Yeah, and you'll all learn that Stephanie's and my secret is to start everything with vocabulary. <laughs> <Shh>. It's important. <laughs> but it's got your other friends,
2: Comal, Anthony, and Joey on yeah, it, too. Yeah, has been on this before, so you know what she sounds like. And Anthony's been on this before because he was Phoenix in that one Christmas special a couple years ago. That's right. <laughs> he was. And Joey has he not been on He was
1: a good Phoenix. He was a good Phoenix,
0: yeah. But anyway, yeah, so you know guys, give that a listen to. Uh and that's that at least is a podcast that if your friends don't like Ace Attorney or have played it before, you could try to make them listen to it cuz they know what Yu-Gi-Oh is and I they know what garbage is, what garbage is. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but you should definitely listen to the next episode after it's recorded cuz I spent hours looking up Twilight fanfiction for you. Yeah, but you didn't read it like I did. No, I did not.
1: That is that is exciting though. Is the next episode of You Got to Be Ficking Me is Stephanie and I going head to head with uh bad Twilight fan fiction? Yeah.
0: So I mean like
1: so tune definitely tuned for that.
0: Um, but in the meantime, I'm Stephanie, Jesse, Michelle, and that was object to this. So why don't you object to
2: that? She was looking tired of dumb with a finger and her thumb and the shape of an L on her forehead Well, the years start coming and they don't stop coming Fat the lose and I hit the ground running Didn't make sense, not to live for fun The brain gets smart, but your head gets dumb So much to do, so much to see, so much wrong with it In the back streets, you better know if you don't go You better shine if you don't glow Hey now, you're an all-star, it's your game on, go play Hey now, you're a rock star, it's a show on, get paid